and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. almost forgot what day it was. This is Thursday. This week has gone from zero to 60. I swear. There's so much going on. There is a lot to do today and tomorrow. And I feel like we just kind of found out about it all yesterday, <laughs> yeah. which is which is why it seems like so much. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, it's already 83 degrees outside. Yeah. So going to be hot 102 today and tomorrow without heat index yeah second thing we have morgan wallen tickets now calm down (laughs) we have morgan wallen tickets tomorrow tomorrow with remy and casey's ultimate morgan wallen super fan with this we will be asking probably a lot of listeners we're gonna be going through them like wildfire Uh uh-huh some Morgan Wallen trivia questions. The hardest of questions. The hardest ones. How much does Morgan Wallen weigh? And I need you to answer them within like a five second time frame or yep. something crazy. You get no chance to Google these answers. And if you get a certain amount right, then you can get the tickets. But I have a feeling it's going to take all morning to get through and find a listener who can do it. Yep. So be here tomorrow morning between 6 and 10. Your chance to win Morgan Wallen tickets. We've got more We've got another pair, I think, next week with Smack the Track. Right. We'll get to that. Man. And then we've got uh, kind of Luke Combs on the show today. Right. You may have seen a Luke-alike at the Luke Combs show mm-hmm. a couple week, couple weekends ago. He's going to join us on the show today. We're very excited to meet Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. Uh, plus, we've got Sam Hunt tickets with the big three at eight. Man, so much, so much to do. So let's get to it. Good morning. Thanks for hanging. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Brad Paisley just dropped a new song, and it's all about recognizing that these are the good old days. Mm. First off, did you realize that Brad Paisley's kids, Huck and Jasper, are 16 and 14? (laughs) That's crazy. They're in high school. But that's essentially what led him to this new song, So Many Summers. It's heartfelt, but it's also kind of sad because it talks about like how we only have so many summers. Yeah. And uh, maybe maybe he can explain this from his point of view. I see it as sort of me talking to me. It's only time and perspective that really does make you go, oh, well, that's over now. I can remember the day I realized I couldn't lift Huck anymore. And that happens like overnight. There's a day where it's like you realize, oh, I'm not going to be able to lift him. You know, the rest of the song talking about these things that you're saying, saying, hey, uh, this relationship's not going to last past August. So go pick her up and (laughs) and go have a go have a date and go. Don't be late tonight. So all about like living in the moment and recognizing that these things don't last forever. Isn't this like his song last time for everything? I don't know. It's very much like that. I feel like he mentions that in the song, that there's a moment that you can't lift your children anymore. You won't do it intentionally. Like, I could pick both of my kids up right now, but there will be a moment when that doesn't happen anymore. Maybe Brad everything. been in the game too long, and now he's recycling <laughs> his lyrics. He's like, let me make a new song. It's called So Many Summers. He goes on to say... Um, I feel like this is a passage of time. I realize now that I wrote the song to myself that's also appropriate for the generation 
below us, if that makes sense. So talking about how kids have to soak in the summertime because they only have so many of them left before they're out of school. He also makes a point to say that summertime is a sacred time for students these days because they're dealing with things in school that we didn't have to do. Or he says directly... um, active shooter drills, safety measures that he never thought that kids or parents would have to worry about. Man, I, you know, he's so right on the, you only have so many summers as a kid. I look at my kids and uh-huh. they're just like, just going buck wild right now, mm-hmm. all around the house, living it up in the pool, on the trampoline, you know, kids in the neighborhood going to the pool, all the things, right, are happening. But then once you, it's like once college hits, then summer's got a different look and feel. Yeah. And then after college, you don't have summer vacation anymore. Right. And that's probably the wildest feeling to have to work through your summer at your full-time job. Yeah. You're so used to it for like 18 years of your life, right? And then it's just gone. <laughs> it's just gone. You only have so many summers. So I'm going to post this new song to our Facebook page. So if you want to go take a listen, you can do that there. Remy and Casey. Casey, where's your ketchup? Where you put your ketchup? Where you store that? Where you store your ketchup? I guess it's in the pantry until I open it. And then what? And then it goes in the fridge. Okay. People can't agree on whether or not store a bottle of ketchup in the refrigerator or in the pantry. Does it say on the bottle? Like, you know, all the things that need to be refrigerated after opening will say that. I wonder if it says it. I don't think it does. Although the people at Heinz say it's preferred to be in the refrigerator. It, I'm sure it helps the shelf life, you exactly. know. Exactly. That's that's the main reason. But apparently people hate cold ketchup. There's people out there that hate cold ketchup. Who's got the time to care? <laughs> it's ketchup. Well, I you know, people that are very sensitive to um uh, my brother and sister in law are like this where they need to have the food hot. It has to be hot. Oh. And I think most people are like this to some degree. Yeah. But uh like we'll get takeout, and that's a big gripe that they have is that you, oh, because then it's not so hot when it home. gets home. Yeah, and it's not. Oh, super I'm hot. not one of these people. <laughs> I don't even care. So there's people out there that think that okay, well, and it's true. If you put cold ketchup on a hot burger, it's going to cool down the burger a little bit, right? I guess. And yeah. warm up the ketchup. But uh, there's there's people that have sensitivity when it comes to that. But got me thinking, okay, what are all the other things that you don't need to refrigerate that are in your refrigerator? Okay. And I asked you earlier, do you put apples in the refrigerator? I don't, know. And we do. Like we have our, all of our apples are in our, a bin in the refrigerator. Do you cut, here's the thing. Do you cut your apples when you eat them? Because I just yes. take a bite out of it. Yes. And I don't like when my teeth get cold on them. Oh. Yeah. See, I love a good cold apple. Mm. We do slice them up for the kids and then I'll usually indulge and have some myself because they're delicious. But butter is another one. You don't have to refrigerate. You don't have to refrigerate butter. That's I figured because it was dairy. Yeah. Is it dairy? It is. Uh, There's different degrees of of how much dairy are in your butter or margarine or whatever. But if you put it in those like opaque dishes, you can leave it out forever. (laughs) I guess they just found a stock of like 3,000 pounds of butter or something from a long, long time ago that was still intact. Wow. It's like a Big Mac. <laughs> you can Ew. just stick it in your pantry forever and it's still good. Uh, mayonnaise is another one. What? And uh, barbecue and steak sauce. This is another one that I, I feel like some people will just keep in the pantry and not put it in the fridge. But my sweet baby Ray's is in the refrigerator. I can't imagine not having mayo in the refrigerator. That's nasty. Yeah. Um, I know. Think about all the condiment packets, you know, that you would get at a McDonald's or wherever. Those, right, you just no, toss them in a drawer. Yeah, or your 
glove box. <laughs> I know people will always put tomatoes in the fridge. Yeah. And I think my grandma, someone told me a long time ago, tomatoes, they really are not meant to be in the fridge. They'll last longer if they're not. Exactly. And um, I learned yesterday, actually, I learned yesterday that North Americans are the only people in the world to put their eggs in a fridge. Eggs really don't need to be in a fridge. Oh, okay. And as I was buying eggs yesterday, I was thinking that. I've always, I've always thought that that was just if they're fresh. Like if you're going to get them out of the out of the barn, you can keep them out of the refrigerator as long as you want. No, you ideally, you store, don't have to put them back in. Okay, okay. Uh, 314-699-4766. What's something you store in the refrigerator that you probably don't need to? Or something that you store in the pantry and people kind of look at you weird when you... You know, pull the ketchup out of the pantry unopened. Mm. Let us know on the text line. Mr. Hines says, hey, you should probably refrigerate our ketchup. It's just better that way. Uh, that's your preference. It doesn't have to be refrigerated. But uh, from the 314, I'm a bread in the freezer person. Have you ever met people so, like this? I don't get this. <laughs> and I, don't, I just think I don't know why. Uh, she said or he said, people look at me weird, but I eat bread so slow, it preserves it a bit longer. And honestly, you just put it in the toaster and it comes back to life. So, uh, Is first, it then soggy? I don't know. First time I encountered bread in the freezer, I was like, I don't I don't even know where to start. Well, like, what do you do with this? What do you, I guess it's, yeah. it's no different than like an Uncrustable. You know what I mean? Those are all... Those are not meant for the freezer. You stick them in the freezer? Those are meant for a fridge. No. This is a whole nother debate. No. You, so you're telling me you put your Uncrustables in a refrigerator? If you're trying to make it last months... Put it in the freezer, but it's not meant to be there. It's meant to be in your fridge. So my process with the Uncrustable has always been this. Freezer, sit it out on the counter for like 20 minutes, then consume. Or fridge and just consume. But it's weird after you leave it in the fridge for a little bit. Only because you don't know. That's not true. That is true. That is not okay. This is a different debate, the Uncrustable debate. Where do you put Read your Read the text line. <laughs> From the 573, we've got chickens. I can't eat store-bought eggs anymore. And no, we don't refrigerate. So uh, my mother-in-law puts her peanut butter in the fridge. Terrible idea. That's weird. Makes it unspeakable. Unspreadable. <laughs> unspreadable. Unspreadable. That is a that is a typo. Uh, let us know on the text line, to refrigerate or not to refrigerate. Or weigh in on this Uncrustable debate because mm. that's a big deal. 314-699-4766. WIL traffic. Sorry I'm mad because you're doing way more work than you need to. There's no, there's not more work involved there. there. Deep. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. NHL draft is underway and the Blues got some decent players into the system. With that number 10 overall pick in this year's draft, the Blues took Dalibor Dvorsky. He's an 18-year-old forward from Slovakia who many predicted wouldn't even be available to the Blues at number 10. The Blues rounded out their first round with a pair of Swedes forward Otto Stenberg and defenseman Tio Lindstein with picks 25 and 29 respectively. Sounds like a cartoon name. Pair of Swedes. Dalibor Dvorsky. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he was our he was one of those guys that we didn't think we were going to be able to get for that tenth pick. So very happy, and I always go to the comment section because I don't watch a lot of these young guys like a lot of the true hockey fans in town do. Sure, and. The comment section has tons of approval for these three picks. Nice. So lots of fans uh, wanting some good defense right now, but it looks like Doug Armstrong and the Blues have a good start on this on this draft. So this is good. I mean, we could use we could use a winning team as great as the St. Louis City SC 
is yeah. we can yeah. use another winning team, like one of the OGs. Yeah. You know, we've been winning all these years, right? Uh, you know, the Blues are always in the playoffs. The Cardinals are always in the playoffs. And both of those teams struggled or have struggled. So uh, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Uh, the Cardinals looked decent for most of the game last night against the Astros until the eighth inning. And we gave up five runs. The bullpen's still kind of struggling. The bats are alive, though, so it's nice to see that. Wayno, who, fun fact, is 13-1 and lifetime against the Astros and may still be gone from Twitter, is going to be pitching tonight. So Fun. It's only lost one game ever to the Astros. That's crazy. So we're going for that series win tonight. First pitch at 6-15. And after months of anxiously waiting to hear back from the International Game Fish Association, the world record was set and broken by Leah Ann Powell, who got confirmation that she had officially broken the world record for the biggest largemouth bass ever caught. Wow, good for her. In her line class. So the fish she caught was 12 pounds, three ounces. This thing is a beast. Like if you catch a five or six pound bass, you're like, that's a good, uh-huh. it's a good size, you know, bass. This thing is like, Imagine the look, the look in her eyes when she pulled it out of the water. She's yeah. probably like, wait, is that even, is that what I think it is? <laughs> this thing is eating rabbits. Right. You know, <laughs> it's Gosh. so big. I posted the photo up on the Facebook page so you can check it out there. She's holding it up and it's like half of her body. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, congratulations on the world record. You want to go see a real fish pick? Man. She's got one. Good for her. Yeah. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen surprised everyone yesterday with news that they've welcomed their fourth child. Oh, baby. After delivering their third in January. Oh, baby, baby. Obviously, the fourth came from, like, via surrogate. So Chrissy Teigen has announced that she's a mom once again, letting folks know all about their decision to have baby number four via surrogacy. The news broke yesterday. They have a new son named Ren Alexander Stevens. Did you know their last name was Stevens? No. It's not legend. Ferguson. (laughs) (laughs) She says, for as long as I can remember, I've always wanted four kids. And keep in mind, they had their third child back in 2020. I'm pretty sure he was delivered stillborn at 20 weeks. Okay. So, of course, then took a couple years. And then this past January, they delivered a little girl. Now it's June and they have a boy. Can you imagine a six-month-old and a newborn no. in your house no. with a seven-year-old and a four-year-old? No, no. <laughs> have they had a surrogate every single time? No, or? I think okay. this is the first time. Because of the complications during the last pregnancy? I don't know why, considering they just delivered in January. Unless maybe, like, they want... They wanted to get it all over with. Like, we're done having the babies. It's so wild to me, because this has happened several times. I forget who was the last celebrity. Was it Paris Hilton or somebody that Paris just Hilton like eh, just had a baby? Did and it this way, Khloe Kardashian does it this way. It happens all the time. That's yeah. why I was so curious about Lindsay Lohan. Because I'm like, Lindsay, she's going to have a surrogate for sure. She doesn't. Yeah. Um, it looks like, yeah, like I said, uh, their first daughter, Luna, is seven. Their son, Miles, is four. SD, six months. Ren is just a couple weeks. Baby Ren was born on June 19th, and the family looks happy and overjoyed with all their little ones. There you go. Crazy. Gosh, I just can't imagine the chaos that that household is in. She posted a photo of John Legend and the 
babies, and you can just see it in his eyes. He hasn't slept in days. Need a couple nannies, actually. You, I would hope so. <laughs> Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, imagine sitting in gridlock traffic on 70 or 270. Pick your highway. And you just need to get to where you're going. You're going to be late. You've got to pee. To your favorite musical at the Fox Theater, Casey. I think we could have better examples, but okay. (laughs) Casey's a huge musical fan. And you could just press a button in your car and it would right up over everybody and fly to your destination. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. That is kind of where we're headed, which is awesome. And I'm only doing this story because it's different than the other flying car stories. In the past, we've talked about flying cars and they don't look like cars and you need to go to the airport. They look like little jets? What? Yeah, they kind of, I don't mean, they have like wheels and stuff, but they still look like a plane. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, But a personal, like a personal pizza size. Yeah, this is different. This is a company called Alef and they're excited because this takes off vertically like a helicopter. That means you wouldn't need a long stretch of road to use the runway. You could take off in the middle of a traffic jam, fly past the traffic, and land and keep driving. A, I don't think this is fun. I think this is so scary. (laughs) B, how is that thing coming off the ground? Either it's got a propeller or like a, what's it called, the big fan on the top that blows everyone away, or flames are shooting out the bottom. (laughs) And C... What makes you think all of the cars won't just whoop, 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 and then we have air traffic. Well, at least for the time being, it's like 300K. So not everybody's going to be able to afford this thing. However, the FAA has approved it. It's good to go. It's good to go. That's Can you imagine the car so in front crazy. of you in traffic jam just like whoop? Think of it more like a, like a drone, like a, like a remote controlled drone that you would see. So more like a less jet more Now I got to worry about cars not just hitting me on the highway, but cars dropping from above the highway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they won't even let people fly drones above crowds of people. Yeah, you're going to let these people drive cars? <laughs> so we got people without pilot's licenses doing this. Uh, a bunch of people have already put down deposits. You can get in line. It's only 150 bucks. Or skip the line, join their priority queue for 1500 This is like what Tesla did. Mm. It might be a while before you see them on the road, though. So. That's what I mean. That's what everybody was saying about Tesla. And now I see a Tesla every day. There you go. Man, it's going to be like a real life Jetsons. There's going to be cars. Like you're going to look out here. So scary. Olive is going to be like, no one's going to be driving on Olive anymore. It was just going to be flying through the air. Gosh, I just don't know about this. I don't know about it. I don't know about it either. I'm actually very Crashing intrigued. Crashing into buildings and things. Very intrigued about this, but I still, I don't know that I could. Someone needs to wrap up the arch. Yeah. Some bubble wrap, because it's only a matter of time before one of those cars hits, the Mississippi River flies right over it. <laughs> Remy and Casey. People have been asking us for months, will you have Morgan Wallen tickets to give out? And what has our response been, Casey? <laughs> Our response has been no, because 
with huge concerts like this, we don't even know a lot of the time if we will get to go to the show as people who work here and even play Morgan Wallen a thousand times a day. Yep. So there's never any guarantees that like we'll have tickets to give away to listeners. But tomorrow that all changes. We got our hands on a couple pairs of tickets and we will be playing Remy and Casey's ultimate Morgan Wallen super fan. Let's go. So, really want to give this to someone who knows their things about Morgan Wallen. That's what I'm saying. This is not going to be just your regular degular Remy and Casey like finish the lyric or um, caller nine. We want to make sure because these tickets are such a hot commodity that they're going to the right person who's fully going to appreciate every minute of the show. So Casey is tasked with finding the hardest questions she possibly can about Morgan Wallen. I've got about a hundred. You're going to have less than five seconds because we don't want you Googling anything while you're on the air. You got to be quick. You get three in a row, you get the tickets. You don't, we move on to the next person. I'm not even saying bye. I'm just hanging up. <laughs> it's going to be fast. So that's all going to start tomorrow morning in the six o'clock hour. So we'll do that from six to 10 tomorrow. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Morgan Wallen. This is for the Thursday show. Yes. Sorry about it. Like we also only have tickets to the Thursday that's, show. That's true, so that's true, it is what true. it is. <laughs> we'll get you into the show, okay? Have some beers, watch some Morgan Wallen, and we'll have details on the Facebook page, 923 WIL. Um the 618. Casey, how deep are these questions gonna go? I just told you they're going deep. I'm thinking height, weight, favorite color, blood type. Okay. Girlfriend in fourth grade. Questions that you should know. <laughs> we're so what we're looking for is um ultimate Morgan Wallen super fan. So I'm gonna ask you questions that I would expect the ultimate Morgan Wallen super fan to know. Am I gonna ask you his blood type? No, I don't even know my own blood type. But these questions, if you know him, you should be able to answer. I think you should ask blood type. <laughs> If you can figure it out, <laughs> we will ask. Uh, Morgan, what's your bullet type? I'm trying to win tickets to the show that you're playing at Bush Stadium. Right. Thank you. Uh, again, details uh, will be on the Facebook page for that. We will start that contest tomorrow morning in the 6 o'clock hour, and we'll keep going until we get a winner. So right. That could last the entire show, depending on how hard Casey wants to make these questions. So, uh, tomorrow morning, your chance to win Morgan Wallen tickets on 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. You got Sam Hunt tickets up for grabs. Jessica and Cedar Hills playing alongside Casey today. You want to go ahead and spin that wheel? Yes. What a good spin, Casey. On a Friday light. On a Friday light. Congratulations. We'll be playing. You should probably know this. Independence Day edition. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I probably won't, but I probably should. <laughs> uh, you can go to Jessica for one of these if you need help. And she'll guess how many you got right at the end of it. She'll be playing alongside with you. If she's right, she'll get those same hunt tickets. Are you ready, Casey? I'm ready. Question number one. You should probably know this, Independence Day edition. Every Independence Day, they ring the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia 13 times. According to the hit Disney movie featuring Nicolas Cage, what two names are engraved on the front of the bell? Oh, I just watched this a few months ago. <laughs> yes. One of them is Stowe. I know that. Okay. The other one's like... I think the clue is something like at the house of... Blank and, and blank. And, yeah. At the house of... Uh, all I can think about is Harris-Stowe University. <laughs> <sighs> Do you need some help? Are you going to ask Jessica? You think Jessica knows this? 
I don't know. Maybe she's a big National Treasure fan. I am. Jessica, you know this? No. All right. <laughs> I'll use it on a different one. You know this one? No. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Bell. Bell and Stowe? For now, yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Question number two. The Declaration of Independence was signed at Independence Hall in Philadelphia in 1776. In the 1996 hit movie Independence Day starring Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, and Bill Paxton, what is Will Smith's occupation in the movie? Oh, I've never seen it. Is it like based in present day? Yeah. Oh, he's obviously a janitor. Okay. There. Final answer? Yep. You want to go to Jessica on this one too? Jessica, have you seen this movie? Not in a long time, so I truly don't know. <laughs> we just go to her every time. Uh, so you say janitor? Yeah. Final answer. Okay. Yeah. Question number four. Every 4th of July, more hot dogs are consumed than any other meat product to the tune of 150 million wieners. Can you imagine just laying in a bed of wieners like that? In the movie Sandlot, the antagonist, a giant dog that eats baseballs for breakfast, is referred to as the Beast. What is the beast's real name? Jessica? Uh, <laughs> I know this. Everybody does. Everybody does. That's another movie I've never wa- like fully watched. Really? I know about the Sandlot, but I've never seen it. I asked I asked this question because I feel like I thought that you had seen it. That I would know this. Yeah. What's the dog's name is the question? Yeah, they, so they it's like the, the Big Lebowski or the something. Kids, the kids refer to the dog as the beast, yeah. but they find out that his name is actually And is that the end of the movie that they find this out? Yes. Oh, his name's actually um Fluffy. Okay. Final answer? Very light and yeah. Okay. Oof. Jessica, how many do you think Casey got right today? One. She had no faith in either of us. Ah! None? <laughs> we'll say that you got 0.5 correct. Stowe. <laughs> you got Stowe right. Uh, the two names on the Liberty Bell are Pass and Pass. Stowe. And Will Smith's occupation in the movie Independence Day is that he is a fighter pilot. Ugh. I believe he works for the Air Force. Dang it. And the beast's real name in Sandlot is Hercules. Mm. He's got that shirt that says Hercules at the end. I have not seen the movie. Arch Apparel has a really awesome Hercules shirt. Just noticed that the other day. Uh, you'll still get the tickets anyway, Jessica. Yeah, Jessica, you're going to Sam Hunt anyway. I do like the tactic of... Of going, do you know this question? No. Okay. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> Next time? Oh, okay. Still no. That's fine. Congratulations. Tomorrow, a very, very special day because we've got your chance to win something we didn't think that we'd actually get, which are a couple pairs of Morgan Wallen tickets. We are looking for the ultimate Morgan Wallen Superman super fan. So we'll be playing throughout the morning from 6.30, probably all the way to 9.30 if it takes that long to find one. Yeah. Because we want to make sure we give the tickets to somebody who really cares and not just some, you know, 
Joe Schmill. Goal, goal of the game is to get three in a row. If you only hit one, we're moving on to the next. If you only hit two, we're moving on, on to, to the, the next. next. You got to get three Morgan Wallen trivia questions in a row correct, and you'll win those tickets again. We'll start that tomorrow morning in the 6 o'clock hour, so be here for that. Uh, what you got coming up in Casey Covers Country? Lainey Wilson's telling the story of her first date with her boyfriend, Duck, and I'll have to talk to you about it next. WIL traffic. I just thought of this a minute ago. Maybe also when we find this super fan tomorrow to give these tickets to, what if we make it a rule that like you can't say... Any ums or ah, boom, next. <laughs> wow. Tightening up the rules. I Make mean, it I, hard. I'm in. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Lainey Wilson's telling the story of her first date with her boyfriend, Duck. No fancy venues or high-end cocktails are necessary to win over Lainey Wilson's heart, but I bet you already knew that. She says that when she was first getting to know her boyfriend, Devlin, Hodges, Devlin, Devlin Hodges. of the Pittsburgh Steelers, he goes by Duck. By the way, can you imagine just like getting ready for a romantic night out and she's like, how do you like my outfit, duck? Mom, this is duck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he scored major points because he chose a frugal first date spot. Mm. She said, we went to this place called Silverado's. It had free beer and wine from 5 to 10 p.m. Man, can you imagine free? how wild a place like that would be? Called Silverado's. Man. It had to have been like a Monday. Something. Free beer and wine from 5 to 10? I mean, shout out to Silverado's. I'm pretty sure that's illegal in most states. However, you know, whatever, you know. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get a T-bone and some free beer. She said... I was like, this boy likes to ball on a budget too. This is going to work out. She goes on to say, as a female in country music, I'll be honest, there are definitely times when you need people. Hang on. (laughs) There are definitely times where you need people to know that you're here to show up and work and get down to business. And I didn't want anybody just messing around with me. I wanted to make sure that it was all about me and not about my music. If I'm going to invite somebody to walk down a country music awards show with me, you've really got to be special and you've got to be important and not going anywhere. So yeah, he's not going anywhere. This first date was two years ago and she's just now showing him off. Obviously, we've talked about this. Yeah. He's got to have good hands so that he can hold the purse while the pictures are being taken, not of him. Webbed, perhaps. <laughs> Webbed. <laughs> I, I don't know what uh, position he played. Was he? I, I wonder if he was defense or offense. Uh, he feels like a tight end to me, like a, like a Travis Kelsey type. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think he's tall? Is he super tall? I think he's tall, but I think he's wide. Mm. Like, I think he's tackling. Well, I mean, Travis Kelsey's a wide dude, too. Right. But are people in his position always his body type, or is he kind of an anomaly? Uh, He's a monster. Okay, yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Anyway. Tight ends are kind of big, but yeah, he's a monster. Lenny and Duck are super cute, and it's cool to know that they had a super frugal first date. So if you're going on a first date sometime soon, maybe somewhere like that could do the trick. Free beer and wine. Let's go. Remy and Casey. And we're here with uh, Luke Holmes, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> sort of, sort of. <laughs> More like the Luke, Luke-alike, how you guys said it. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what's your real name? Uh, my real name's Jeff. Um, so pretty generic name, everybody says. 
uh, from Columbia, Illinois. Yeah, I've been getting that I look like Luke all the time. Uh, so decided to try it out and go to the concert. And well, as most of everybody's seen, it blew out of hand. It yeah. went viral. It, it went viral. You walking through Bush Stadium, people just looking at you left and right, drawing a crowd. And we posted the video, or at least one of them that we saw, to our socials a few days ago. And everybody was up in the comments like, that's my friend, Jeff. You got to talk to our yeah. friend, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. And I really want to after seeing what happened. What is it like going to a concert, especially a Luke Combs concert, when you do, you look similar? Especially if you're walking through a crowd. Is it annoying now? Is it like, gosh, I just want to see a show? Like, what's it like for you? The first 10 minutes, it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting. You like the attention. And then uh, I just wanted to enjoy the show afterwards. It, it, uh, it definitely got crazy, got out of hand. When we see you walking through the stands of Bush Stadium on this video, you got your head down. You're not looking up at anybody. You're not saying anything. You're not giving high fives. You're just on the move to wherever. Yeah. And everybody, everybody. in their seats is freaking out, pulling out their cameras, yelling. So I wanted to ask if you even realized it was happening. Obviously you did. You look back at the video and I didn't realize on how much, how big of a scene it was to now look back on it and go, wow, this really did. There was a lot of people that really were convinced. So what's your day job? Uh, So I'm a automotive technician. So I, you know, turn wrenches all day long. So I wish I could sing for a living, but <laughs> I'm not blessed with the voice. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be crazy to go from, like you said, you're an automotive technician. You know, there's not a whole lot of spotlight on you during the day to just at Bush Stadium, you've got you know, hundreds of, you know, thousands yeah. of people out yeah. there. And then yeah. all of a sudden spotlights on you going to the bathroom, getting a beer. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. The amount of photos I'm, I'm sure that people have taken of me. We talked to Riley Green a few weeks ago and he's the one that first mentioned this. He said, you know, when you when we have these shows touring with Luke, there are all these Luke alikes mm-hmm. in the crowd. Did you see a lot of other guys like that when you were there? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely saw many other guys that had that black Columbia shirt with the beard and you know, heavier set guy. And I guess I resemble him more than most people. People stop me all the time, even if I don't put the Columbia shirt on. It's, it's constant, no matter where I go, even if I have a cowboy hat on. I it's, think the only solution for this is for you to become like an Ariana Grande fan or something. <laughs> right, <laughs> stop going you to do country not shows. Look like at all. Ooh, I don't know if I can do that. You know what this reminds me of is you know how. Lainey Wilson always says that her very first job was impersonating Hannah Montana and going to like little kids birthday parties dressed as Hannah Montana and she would play the songs. You could probably make a killing on going to little kids birthday parties with yeah. a guitar and okay. just being Luke for a couple hours. <laughs> Gotta learn how to sing though. Right. Gotta learn how to sing. You know, <laughs> That'll do it. Hey, it doesn't stop me in the shower. It doesn't stop me in the car. <laughs> we, we sing aloud. There you go. I love it. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to we're definitely going to do this. You'll be content. seeing Jeff on our Instagram and Facebook <laughs> for sure. Thank you, guys. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today, we say thank you to Brandon Gehrig, nominated by David Sheffield. Uh, he's an EMT in Chester, Illinois for MedStar. He's an Army infantry veteran, 10 years with MedStar and volunteer with the Coulterville Fire District. Lots of firefighters this week. Yeah, we have had a lot of firefighters this week. Brandon, thank you for everything you do. Here's a request song for you. It's Fancy on WIL. Casey, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Why? Because tomorrow's a huge day. I've got Morgan Wallen tickets to give away.
Yeah, we're going to be looking for the ultimate Morgan Wallen super fan to win those tickets because, you know, they're the hottest ticket in town. It's a hot commodity right now. Yeah, we just learned yesterday that we've got a couple pairs. So we'll be giving away a pair in the morning and then Marty Brooks will be giving one pair away in the afternoon. We're going to be making it kind of hard because like Casey said, we want to find the ultimate super fan, the person that knows a lot about Morgan Wallen, but for whatever reason, didn't get a chance to get tickets to this show. Right. So I'm going to be asking you a couple trivia questions. If you can get three right and answer them each in five seconds or less, like what we each one gets five seconds yep. and you don't have to go, um, uh, then you can have the tickets. Yeah. That's all it takes, but it's harder than it sounds. Yeah. And you can blame Google for that because we know that everybody's just going to be sitting on Google, like typing in the uh, questions. You're going to have to like say the questions yeah, fast so they don't use like, voice recognition or anything like that. No cheaters here. Uh, we are going to award those tickets tomorrow morning, so be here starting at 6 o'clock. Your chance to win Morgan Wallen tickets for the Thursday night show next week. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye! Find Remy and Casey on TikTok at 92.3 WIL.